Well, hi there. This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from on Tuesday. And uh, this is going to be an unusual thing. But uh, obviously, I said uh, recently that we weren't going to talk about the pandemic. But we, like many municipalities and places in the world, and in this case in the United States, living in Florida in South Florida to be exact, in the the epicenter of the epidemic right now. Uh, We, uh, the keys next week on the, I think it's the 27th and 28th, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we have this thing called mini season. And it's when people come down and, and, uh, and at least in Monroe County, you can get six uh, lobsters per day from a uh, uh, you know you can ju- you can just catch those and you can get that's six lobsters per day but what happened was let me put these notes in there BOCC meeting uh, meeting update so uh the uh, lobster mini season, you get six lobsters. You can go, you have to use a bully net to get these lobsters. You can't use traps. That's what the commercial guys use. So what people do is they dive and they use a bully net and a tickle stick and you kind of coax the lobster out and you can get up to six of them as long as they're up to a certain um, size limit. So a couple days ago, I guess yesterday uh, at... Uh, 11 a.m., the mayor of Monroe County, the head commissioner, let's say, was um, called a special meeting for 9 a.m. this morning. And it's still going on right now. And they had an open forum on Zoom where they got people to call in and uh, ask questions, make statements, and things like that about petitioning the state or the FWC to cancel mini season in Monroe County, knowing full well, knowing uh, it was, I don't know if it was mischaracterized or was um, just that one commissioner uh, particularly said they wanted to get the ball rolling, rolling on restricting mini season in the future to get ahead of it. Uh, And so I don't know if it was it it appeared to be political theater uh, that uh, there's some people that just don't want it some of the commissioners and they happen to be the majority don't want to do anything because it restricts business and I understand that I work in the restaurant business and there's a lot of uh, business interest down here Uh, uh, hotel owners people that have properties that rent out the people Um, there's dive boat charter businesses, uh, fishing captains and all this stuff down here and they all have an interest in having people here and then there's a, a lot of residents who are concerned about uh, the uh, extra cases down here today, the high growth in cases now the argument by the people that you know we are a tourist town what are you going to do we're not going to get paid 
if we don't have tourists down here. Uh, it's, um, yeah, there, that was, maybe there's 900 cases, and there's 900 cases right now, but maybe some of them, maybe some, we don't, maybe they weren't all 900 cases, but then again, there's not that many deaths um, here. I mean, we don't know at this point whether the people that were taking out of the county and passed away are counted on the county uh, list anyway. So currently there's six, maybe seven. Someone from Marathon may have just died. And there's a bunch of other people where there was questionable. But I won't get here or there. But uh, with 800 cases, then we have anywhere... There's th- the numbers bandied about was 51 to 57 people hospitalized. And uh, that's went up greatly since we reopened. And we will know, we will know approximately, we'll know in uh, several months what the actual cost was for this. But this meeting today, this Board of County Commissioners meeting that was held on Zoom, uh, I got on to it. Uh, I guess about 20 minutes after they started taking phone calls and um, taking uh, questions and statements. And half the people that were on the call were people who do not live in the area. They may own some properties down here and they're business owners. Um, So they aren't voters down here. If If they say they have a residence, if they do vote down here, then I have no problem with that. But just having a, a business in the area doesn't mean that you have you have a say in uh, yeah I know you got to pay taxes why don't I get to say have a say well you have a say you have the say in the municipality or the place you declare as your residence you don't get two says you don't have one up in uh, let's say St. Petersburg where you live and you you own some properties in uh, the Keys so I mean, you know, you don't get the vote twice. That's what I mean to say. But there were a lot of people like that. People said, I've been coming down here for years and blah, 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 blah. And there's, uh, if you're familiar with Zoom, there's a feature that allows for comments. And there was a couple people coming on and they started going on separate issues, talking about politicians, state national politicians not so much national politicians but but state politicians and casting but right now it just seemed that as if there was really no political will by people to want to do anything everything they talked about was somewhat half-assed half you know they they want to do something to curtail the increased infection rate, but they don't know exactly, and they talk about about the minutia. Um, for mini season, what happens? There's a lot of people that come down here from uh, other parts of the state and other parts of the country, and it's a tradition for some people. And I understand that, but it's also a pandemic, so fuck your traditions. They're not, um, you know, saying it's a tradition. You know. You know, that'd be like saying if there's a forest fire and says, well, we normally we go on a camping trip right here. Well, if there's a forest fire going on right now. You can't camp there. I don't care if you've been doing it for 100 years. But the, the big question was businesses versus resident health. 
and I guess the business side is taking light on the infections, which they can. They just say, hey, listen, this is what um, these people are infected, but there are, you know, some people are hospitalized, but, you know, look at the death rate, the death rate, you know, it's a math, it's a math problem to them. How many, how many people get hospitalized? How many, how many people die? You know, you don't, you know, cite your sources, give me your sources, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, until someone dies in their family, you know, that's what really shuts them up. Uh, I know a couple people down here that lost people close to them uh, due to COVID-19 and other people that lost people to questionable uh, people in their 50s that died of strokes and heart attacks that were classified as strokes and heart attacks. And uh, they have some questions about what happened in people that died before they started keeping track of it. So they've moderated, they normally you know, chime in on things like that. So with our commissioners, you know, one of our commissioners talked about how many uh, years he and his family has been doing this and stuff like that, which is sounding really great. I mean, if it was a non, if they weren't trying to combat the infections and they were just talking solely about uh, the mini season, which I, it's funny, I'm in the restaurant business, stuff like that. I have no problem with people wanting to go diving uh, and, and, you know, before the commercial people and all that stuff. And, but the problem I have with is not those people. And uh, it's the people that poach and that overdo it. And the thing is, you know, if you live down in the Keys, you know that the people that skirt the laws don't do it by 10%. They do it by 500%. So if it's six, if they're going to go over six, they're not going to go and take one extra. They're going to take six and then another six, another six, and another six. Sometimes they just take it and store it on board and say, oh, these six people, you know, they're here and stuff. They left the boat. Or, or they go back to the dock and unload their, uh, their, give the cooler to someone else, and they take it and you restock the new cooler. There's all sorts of things you could do, just as long as the people in the boat match the number of uh, lobsters you have. But they, they've been caught, and when they get caught, they get caught with enormous amounts. And we know this from the um, drug wars that uh, yeah they catch people with you know, millions and millions of dollars of cargo and stuff like that but millions much more gets in so that's what what the thing is and I don't get the idea I understand that when there was an open air season they didn't want to have you know they, they say the argument if we have the open air season we don't have the mini season then they're all going to come on the opening of season well maybe restrict the opening of season I mean, the thing is that people don't respect, uh, some people don't respect the limits they put on it. And and lobster aren't an endangered species. From what I understand, I've talked to marine biologists, stuff like that. That's a circular thing, meaning that there's uh, the circle life when it comes to uh, lobsters. They come out of the mangroves, the Everglades, and stuff. You have the eggs and stuff like that to circle around. You could clean out all the lobsters in one area. In, in our area here, and then next year, there's going to be a ton of lobsters again. Yes, that's just the way it is. And uh, the way I uh, view it is, it's a bad return on investment. Why not let the commercials guy, commercial guys, go at it? That's in a non-COVID year. Why not let 
the commercial guys get the first crack at it, get the best lobsters and stuff like that. They live down here. They spend money down here. They supply the restaurants. We get the local lobsters down here. And I understand there's people that, you know, oh, my God, I wanted, this is what I like doing. I like going and, you know, it's, it's, it's you're not, you're not doing anything spectacular. You're going to water. You're getting a dumb insect. You're coaxing it out of a hiding place into a net, you know. And it costs, you know, whatever it costs you to do it. You know, you say you enjoy it. Whatever it costs you to do it, you you can, you know, get the same amount of lobster. Just going out and pay for it. After at the end of all, you know, gas and time and things like that. And I just have a feeling that it's days that come and gone for this mini lobster season. Now with COVID nineteen, the way that people come down because Miami Dade and Broward, they're all shut up in the north because of the spike in cases. Uh, they have no place to go. There's uh, All their restaurants are close to in-dining in Miami-Dade. they only for takeout and delivery. And down here in the Keys, we are open for dining, even though the bars are closed. So we're getting, this is um this is the thing, but it's common sense. Let's do a little thought experiment here. Who are the people that are most likely now to go out in a pandemic and go to a tourist area when there's a big spike in cases instead of trying to go to a place where there's no spike in cases? Let's say um, Maryland, the Jersey Shore, places like that. I'm the, obviously, you're not going to get lobster there. I'm not talking about or New England. You know, you say may want to take your pe- family there, but the people that would go to a place and say, "Well, we're going to go out. And we're going to be surrounded by other people that think like we do." It's because they don't see it as a threat, which is fine for them. And if they lived in a vacuum where they didn't get other people ill, then I understand that. But they don't live in a vacuum. And what they do is they come down and they, as a little petri dish. Now, when they're on the water, I understand they're on the water. They're not infecting other people when they get out of the water. But they come in, you get large groups of people, they're together. Uh, They're more likely to, to not protect themselves. So any one of their group that is a false positive, let's say a false positive, I'm an asymptomatic. And asymptomatic is a person that has the virus but doesn't display any, any symptoms. Someone that's asymptomatic spreads it to all those people when they're together, when they're dining, when they're um, doubled up in their houses or their motel rentals and things like that. And then when they go out to restaurants that are still for dining in, they um, and this is the tough part because um, you know the bars are closed, so we're open. The restaurants are open and are supposed to be open if you're. A restaurant, you're supposed to be serving food and drink and not just drink. And there are places that are open where people just go out and drink. Now, just think of the kind of person. Now, if you're concerned about catching it, you're not going out. You're wearing your mask. You go to Walgreens, blah, blah, blah. You buy your liquor, stuff like that. You go practice social distancing, wear your mask when you can't be, um, you know, six feet apart. And that's what you do. But the people that have a, um, that would go and entertain the idea of coming by, coming down here are people that are least concerned and at least uh, 
let's say they're not into the belief that the coronavirus is is dangerous or they may feel it's fake and it was created to do even though the whole world is wrapped up in it and that um, I mean come on dictatorships are adhering to it and dictatorships are run from the top down so you know whatever your theory is it's happening in every country but some countries are handling it better than others and we did it so the BOCC went on they did it they took their phone calls some of the tourists saying hey listen you know we'd like to come down but you guys don't sound very inviting oh your vacation are you worried about your vacation 140,000 Americans 140,000 Americans have died that's if the numbers are correct probably you know they're they're suggesting that all the other people that died who weren't diagnosed because of COVID-19 could be anywhere 250,000 people so we're behind uh you know the civil war uh we're going to be catching up we we're we're approaching by the my druthers my druthers my forecast is by the time this is all over we're going to be approaching the numbers that we lost in world war ii so the only thing we're not going to surmount as a national crisis will be the civil war and then some people may make an argument say listen that's it you know the weak they were they were meant to die but we're in the 21st century we're not talking about the uh black plague you know, and these people, you know, it's these people that have diabetes and COPD and all these things, they have loved ones too, and people care about them and they care about people. So why are we putting out risk? And this is what the meeting was about. The meeting was about, there's 900 cases in Monroe County right now. And, uh, you know, give or take a, a dozen, probably maybe a thousand, who knows. And we'll we'll know in the end once they finally get all the correct numbers which they did it they did it in 1918 for the spanish influenza they figured out how many people died even though they don't have the computers we have we have people actively suppressing the numbers right now and because um, it doesn't look good why would you want why would you want correct numbers out there if you knew how many people were hospitalized, how much that costs us in the long run, yes, there's a lot of businesses that are going to be going out of business. That's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. And, but if a business closes its doors, right, isn't it easier to say your business closed your door than you had to close the door on someone's life? Come on. The dollars and cents. When you say what, what is a human life worse? And I, it just, I just saw this meeting, and I had this feeling. I thought it was going to be two to three, that two people would be for petitioning the government, uh, but it turns out it was one to three, or one to four. And the person that called the meeting voted against it. The person that was back and it didn't think it would really pass and there were three other people they were you know there's one in marathon uh she uh she was concerned about the businesses and maybe we can close a couple boat ramps the thing about boat ramps down here is that the boat ramps there's plenty of private boat ramps 
and people down here see it, you know, when they see an economic opportunity, they're going to let them do it. And yeah, they close the boat ramps for Wednesday and Thursday. Someone is starts, they'll put the boats in the water on Monday prior to mini season, or they'll put it in outside the county and come on down. It doesn't really matter. Yes. No, it's not about, uh, one guy was complaining about how do you police the waters for, uh, mini season what they were suggesting is trying to reduce the load on the amount of people that came down here there's a plain and simple um key west imposed a very uh serious mask uh regulation and there's always a lawsuit there's already a lawsuit for it even though all the countries that have seen a downturn in it have had those kind of laws, you know, they had those kind of ordinances, but these people are citing their freedoms as wearing a mask, wearing a mask. It's not, it's not the same. It is not the same. This is to protect other people. I, I just don't get the political equation. And so when, if you, if you had the opportunity to go with border, uh, go to the Zoom meeting, you would have heard about half the people uh, being out-of-towners or people that have properties here. And then there's people that have properties here. And some of the people that have properties here were, uh, I know a couple of them who have businesses that were against it. And there's a lot of people, the people that are you know, most vulnerable, they just say, hey, stay in the house. you know. But eventually, you know, this is not how the coronavirus spreads out not just you decide to stay in the house but if you have kids if your kids go to school or your kids go to a party or you have you know you know you have to go to work it's the people that come down that you come in contact with and right now we do i still have people that come in a restaurant and one guy came in yesterday and he didn't have a mask on. I just say, hey, listen, you know, until you get to the table, you got to put a mask on. But you get to take it off when it's I say, yeah, that's just the rule. It's not, you know, I realize it's silly. It's half-assed. It's half-assed. But the restaurants are open right now. Yes. And I am bartending. But I'm enforcing what the ordinance is right now. And trying to curtail whatever. Trying to keep it from getting around. You know, getting wider. That's just the way it is. And this guy says, well, the reason I didn't put the mask on is I was looking at over there at the lady at the table and she didn't have her mask on. I said, well, because she's sitting at a table eating. You know, you realize that you can't eat with a mask on. I looked at the guy and the guy looked a little angry. I said, when you get to your table, you can take the mask off. I said, put on the mask. And he started walking to the table without his mask. I said, put it on now. Come on. Don't, he's trying to make a point. It's like talking to a five-year-old. There's no reason to have this. Just put on the fucking mask. I hey, there, there's a point. There's people out there. Even even some of the if you, I I understand your political uh, thing. I don't understand what your calculus comes in. If you're a business person, yes, you think that maybe you're you're going to make out in the long run with this guy, but. For people like me, I don't get your equation. You know, obviously you hate a certain amount of people and stuff like that, so you don't care if you infect everyone. And hopefully you don't have anybody in your family that gets it. I don't want that. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Even if people that, you know, if you're an anti-masker, I don't want your people. I don't want your family to die. 
know, I care about your family too. If you don't care about your family, so at least someone does. And I'm sorry for raining. I figure I had to do this show right now because I knew it was political theater for the board of county commissioners that they weren't going to do anything in the end and that the things they were going to do was, um, you know, that some people who, uh, believe it's serious maybe I don't know what in the hearts of the people that voted for petition I don't know if it was Carruthers or Murphy but I mean at least they'll get to say hey listen I tried to but the rest of them wouldn't so I mean I don't know what that is you know they could have been a little more wholehearted in their you know if they wanted to give an impassioned speech about the upturn in cases in Monroe County and in hospitalizations and about unlimited resources and about having maybe we don't have uh, it's not like we have a completely untapped health system in Miami-Dade because they're under stress right now so but I guess we'll know in a couple four weeks whether I'm being histrionic or they were incorrect and they'll see the equation what the math is how many people were hospitalized Hopefully, not a lot of people died. But if that works out, if it works out to their favor, then I have a egg on my face. But I always suggest that prevention does. You know, we don't, I mean, people don't pack uh, reserve chutes or their parachute because they think that their suit, uh, their parachute's going to fail. They do it in case it fails. That's prevention. It's just like when I get in the car, I don't expect to get in an accident, but I wear my safety belt, you know, my seat belt. And uh, same thing goes for, we do it all the time. We do things to make things safer. The windshields on cars, shatterproof glass is one of them. We do it to make things safer. You don't expect it, but every so often that happens. Every so often someone's going to get sick uh, and uh, with this thing, and they're going to end up dying just the way it is until they figure it out I think I had everything come out that I needed to say and if there's anybody listening thank you and I'm sorry if it was not a cogent thoughtful show but I did I did go on um, BOCC and I don't know if they read my comments but I did I did suggest they it was a distinct lack of political courage I would feel, I mean, I understand if you feel that your constituency is business owners, because I had a friend explain to me, and this, believe it or not, a friend, they believe that the only people that should vote are people that own property, right? The only people that were allowed to vote. And there is a, it's kind of a, a, neo-conservative or fascist kind of view to expect that you know just because you don't own property remember the largest property owners in the world rarely ever fight or fight battles it's the poor people that do it so the people that have the most stake in these democracies are the people on the ground people that make it work to build the highways that work the hospitals that respond to the emergency calls the firemen, the police officers uh, 
right now it's people that work in food service and they work in uh, retail. They're they're not the they're not the property owners. The property owners, the wealthy people, are not the people that are driving things. And it's not like they're it's 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 not like they're taking care of the rest of us. They everything that has been done has been done at the assistance of advocates for those people. If there wasn't an advocate for the worker, such as a union and stuff like that, there'd be no minimum wage. There would be no um, Office of Occupation and Health and Safety. You know, there'd be no OSHA rules and things like that. They're, they're important. It's important to look out for your constituency. And the Board of County Commissioners, their constituency seems to be, even when, you know, and this is may be hard for people to take, even when the majority is against an unpopular idea, if it's the right thing, sometimes that's the thing to do. The right thing to do is not the popular thing to do. But right now, I think the popular thing to do, they're not even doing the popular thing to do looking out for the greater good I think they're looking out for certain people and uh, we, I and I believe in the end that we will we will see it and uh, maybe um, no since they have we have record people saw the decision making made in this time it's not done in a vacuum once again these decisions are made in a vacuum people saw them and people are going to see them. Some of the people that disputed this, uh, maybe they don't. I, I, I would wait that some of these people that are screaming on there have very small families and a uh, small circle and stuff like that. Um, because if you do care about your family, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want them to be exposed to any danger. You know, that's just the way it is. But this is Jim the Keys bartender. Uh, thank you for listening. If, uh, I'm sure some some people are listening. Uh, take care till next time, and I am out of here. Bye. <laughs>